Oh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's Monday. You know, at some point, I have to stop gathering news because news <laughs> keeps happening. If I if I continue to gather news, it's already late today. But if I kept on continuing, I could have done it all day. Stuff keeps happening, you know. But anyway, <clears throat> busy day, busy weekend. Monday, October 26, 2020. Monday, October 26, 2020. Uh, this is PVTV, Political Views TV. I'm Peter Lawrence from Los Angeles. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Friday night flaming bag of crap left on your porch was from Trump this past weekend. He signed an executive order which removes a civil service protection for a large swath of uh, positions. Uh, of confidential policy, you know, determining policy making or policy advocating character that uh, don't turn over with each administration. There are people at the White House that are sort of protected um, from being fired. Anyway, uh, um, this order creates a Schedule F for such positions and places them in accepted service, which makes it easier for them to be fired for, say, you know, uh, I don't know, disagreeing with the president on matters of public health? Why would anybody want to do that? They should be fired. So, in other words, it it would give the president carte blanche, allow him to fire anyone. It would still cover a significant number of positions within government that are currently filled by tenured civil servants, but who Trump would prefer to fire for being disloyal. Let me mention a, a certain name. Fauci. This would give him power to fire Fauci. Anyway. <clears throat> I mean, he sort of has the power, but he, he can't use that power. Uh, really, he would have to coerce uh, uh, other uh, government people to use the power. He can't do it. It's unethical. Anyway, now he can with this executive order. This is such BS. I mean, this man is out of control. He wants to be a goddamn dictator. And he needs to be removed from office by any means possible. It's time to feed the tree of liberty. For you CIA who are listening, listen carefully. Get that man under control or be prepared because people are not going to frickin' take it anymore. Moving on. Uh, Beijing said Monday that it will impose sanctions on American companies, including, you know, Lockheed Martin, Martin, Boeing, and uh, Raytheon, uh, for selling weapons to uh, Taiwan, which is, you know, they just did a deal uh, last week. Uh, I talked about that. Uh, anyway, speaking at a press conference uh, today, which was actually, I guess, maybe yesterday because they're so far ahead, um, Chinese, Chinese Ministry of Foreign Affairs Zhao Lijian uh, called on the United States to stop selling arms to the uh, self-governed island, you know, Taiwan, and to cut military ties with the government in uh, Taipei, which is the uh, 
the capital of Taiwan. <clears throat> and other world news, Turkish President Erdogan, the guy who sounds like he, he was in the uh, Lord of the Rings with that name Erdogan, uh, challenged the United States to impose sanctions against his country while also launching a personal attack Sunday on uh, uh, French President Emmanuel uh, Macron. Uh, speaking a day after he suggested Macron needed a mental, mental health treatment because of his views on Islam and radical Muslims, Erdogan expanded his range to take aim at foreign critics. He expanded his range with uh, range with that giant eye above the tower looking at everyone. Uh, anyway, Erdogan said, whatever your sanctions are, don't be late. He was referring to, uh, you know, the U.S. warnings for Turkey not to get directly involved in the conflict over uh, Nagorno-Karabakh, Karabakh, uh, where uh, Ankara supports Azerbaijan against uh, ethnic uh, Armenian forces. There is a huge war going on. I've been holding off talking about it, you know, because it's just another thing that I have to talk about every day. Uh, but it's getting pretty bad right now. And uh, 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 I mean, over here, right next to me is Glendale, which Glendale is considered little Armenia. They're, they're, I mean, there are so many Armenians in Glendale. They, there might be more there uh, and in Los Angeles than in, in Armenia, you know. So anyway. Uh, President, uh, or we're moving on. Uh, President Alexander Lukashenko ignored the opposition's midnight deadline for him to step down. I've been talking about Lukashenko uh, for uh, months now uh, about his his election that everybody is calling him on. Uh, it's a it was a fake election. That's what everybody's saying anyway. Uh, the Interior Ministry says police arrested 523 people during mass anti-government demonstrations on Sunday, uh, three, 352 of whom are still in custody. Human rights group Vesna reported today at least 155 people were arrested for supporting the strike action in cities that I will now try to uh, pronounce, uh, uh, most I, I, I can pronounce, uh, Minsk, of course, uh, Berisaw, Brest, Hrodno, Magalev and Novopolotsk. <clears throat> anyway, uh, the full scale of the protests uh, on uh, today, yesterday, uh, for them almost, uh, I guess it was really, uh, is not yet clear. Uh, partly because of the authorities' uh, media restrictions. You know, there's a lot of media restrictions. They're kidding, uh, kill, uh, kicking out media from all over the world. Uh, except for Russia because he wants help from Russia uh, and, and Russia taking over um, uh, the country would be really bad. Um, anyway, earlier tens of thousands of demonstrators marched for the 11th successive consecutive Sunday uh, of protests. Demonstrators gathered in the streets of Minsk and other cities across Belarus, uh, many waving opposition red and white flags, chanting strike, uh, as they marched. Uh, local media estimated that about 100,000 people had joined the demonstration in the capital. Uh, according to, like I said, Russia news agencies citing their correspondence at the scene, at least 10 stun grenades went off. Uh, there were also reports that riot police had fired rubber bullets. I'm sure people are dead. We're just not hearing about it. 
other international news, Indian uh, officials said that the U.S. and India are expected to sign a key military agreement this week, bolstering cooperation in the uh, Pacific and Indian Oceans to counter an increasingly assertive China. China is just getting out of hand. Remember, India and China had that, uh, that battle in, in the mountains uh, uh, east of uh, India. Uh, uh, and uh, um, uh, people were killed. Um, anyway, the Satellite Intelligence Pact will be completed during a visit by Secretary of State Mark Pom- Ma- uh, Mike Pompeo and Defense Secretary Mark Esper uh, to New Delhi, uh, part of an uh, annual gathering with their uh, Indian, uh, um, uh, I guess, East Indian uh, counterparts. Um, uh, tomorrow, uh, which will be tonight, our time, I guess, uh, it'll be, uh, tonight, our time will be India's tomorrow morning. Uh, and other international news, Malaysia's King on Sunday rejected a proposal by the prime minister, uh, which I'm going to try and pronounce right now. Moihadeen Yassin, Moihadeen Yassin, to declare a state of emergency to fight a new outbreak of the coronavirus, uh, but the uh, the king is, is seeing it as a power grab. Uh, the plan by Moyadin, which involves suspending parliament, has sparked national outrage with critics slamming the move as an undemocratic means for him to hang on to power amid challenges to his leadership. Sort of like what, uh, what's his name, in, uh, uh, Boris... Uh, what, is that what his name is in, in uh, uh, the UK? What he tried to do? Anyway. Uh, the uh, That was like last year or earlier this year, I guess. Uh, the palace said in a statement that Sultan Abdullah Sultan Ahmad Shah is of the opinion that there is currently no need for his majesty to declare a state of emergency in this country or any part of Malaysia. I'm sure that's not their accident. Uh, accent. Uh, it was an accidental accent. Uh, but I had to s- say something to infer the quotes. <laughs> uh, back here in the States. Uh, Judge Amy Coney Barrett is posed to become the ninth justice on the Supreme Court today, solidifying a 6-3 to three conservative majority court. Uh, the Republican-led Senate is expected to confirm her to the court uh, this evening, capping off a sprint to place Barrett there before Election Day over Democratic objections and uh, apparently objections of most of the United States. Uh, A simple majority of the 100-member chamber is all they need to have a vote in favor of her nomination. Uh, Republicans outnumber uh, Democrats in the Senate, 53 to 47, uh, and Barrett is likely to be sworn in as soon as today or tomorrow. Uh, of course, this was the mistake a couple years ago, a few years ago, uh, when the Democrats decided to uh, change it to a simple majority vote. And, oh, man, I was screaming about that. Um, during a rally in Wisconsin Saturday night, Trump said doctors get more money and hospitals get more money if they attribute to COVID-19 deaths that should be primarily primarily attributed to comorbidities. Listen, if you die 
while you have COVID-19, but you die because you already had lung cancer, you died of COVID-19. I'm sorry, man, because you wouldn't have died. You wouldn't have died otherwise. So that's why you died. But he's trying. Oh, man, this is really annoying. Uh, Medical professionals responded with outrage uh, late Saturday after Trump pushed this baseless claim that doctors and hospitals are intentionally inflating coronavirus death, death counts because they have financial incentive to do so. A narrative that has been circulating for months in right-wing media circles and among Republican lawmakers. And remember, it was discounted just last week with that study from uh, the CDC. Uh, Trump's claim resembles falsehoods that have been spreading on Facebook and Twitter since the early stages of the pandemic, such as one viral post asserting that hospitals get $750 if you die from the flu and $17,500 if you die from COVID-19. As you know, I debunked the uh, the lowered COVID numbers last week. And of course, this was a uh, exclusive by me because I was the only one in the world, in, in, in the media, in the world. I got to call CBS about this. I was the only one in the world to ask this question of the CDC. And it proves that coronavirus cases are in the range of 350, uh, I'm sorry, coronavirus deaths right now are in the range of 350,000. That's nearly a half million deaths. It'll be a half million deaths by Christmas. Merry Christmas, America. A gift from Donald Trump. Uh, that story was on Thursday and Friday that I did this past Thursday and Friday. Um, I, uh, briefly, it had to do with uh, lowered flu and pneumonia cases because of mask wearing. And uh, when the CDC uh, did the estimate of deaths from COVID, they didn't include they didn't include adding to the number because there were lowered deaths from the flu and uh, pneumonia. Anyway, and I, and, I, and I wrote the CDC. They, they responded and said that they hadn't taken that into consideration with their numbers. Moving on. Uh, conservative has spent the election cycle spreading fear and misinformation about mail-in ballots. As I've been saying, um, Trump ha- uh, has called mail-in voting a scam and suggested that millions of counterfeit foreign ballots will be submitted. Yeah, right. Um, Prager University has put out a video calling mail-in balloting a way to steal in an election uh, as opposed to the way that uh, uh, Republicans do it by um, repressing black the black vote. Um, faced with absurd conspiracies and criticisms, Democrats have rightly defended mail-in ballots as a crucial way to preserve democracy, especially during a pandemic. But the fact that expanded mail-in balloting is legitimate and necessary necessary, uh, does not mean that Democrats have nothing to fear from it. And I've been saying this very long, for for quite a while. Uh, In fact, as Thomas Edsel of the New York Times documented, and as I documented 
many times before because mail-in uh, ballots have a higher rate of rejection and, and are more easily subject to loss and error, dem- error uh, Democrats may lose votes they critically need in close states, especially because Democrats are much more likely to vote by mail than Republicans. Uh, it used to be that Republicans were mo- more likely to vote by mail uh, more than Dems, but that has changed in the last couple of elections. Uh, and I had reported that Republicans were more likely to vote uh, before, but but I learned since that it has changed, so I am correcting myself. Anyway, Edsel uh, uh, quotes reporting uh, from the Philadelphia Inquirer on the risks that so-called naked ballots pose in Pennsylvania, a crucial swing state. Uh, these are uh, naked ballots are uh, mailed ballots that arrive without the required secrecy envelope. Uh, when I did my mail-in vote here in California, there's a, a envelope on the outside that I had to sign. You know, and if if I had sent in my ballot without it, my my vote, well, it would have eventually counted. They would have contacted me and said, "Hey, you know, uh, you gotta, um, you know, you gotta do this, that, and the other." Anyway, uh, the state supreme court has ordered that non-conforming ballots must be thrown out, and the Inquirer points out that if Democrats tend to be voting by mail, the loss of naked ballots could create a serious problem for Joe Biden. Uh, Trump won Pennsylvania uh, 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 in 2016 by less than 1% of the vote. So it's really important that people know what they're doing when they send in their ballots. Their ballots. AOC rocks. Um, uh, Congresswoman AOC. Uh, Simply because I... I, uh, Alexandria... Okay, uh, uh, Ocasio-Cortez is really hard to pronounce. Um, uh, anyway, AOC told CNN's host Jake Tapper Sunday morning that she plans to support the most progressive candidate for House Speaker and that she would consider other Democratic candidates to replace Pelosi uh, if the California Democratic doesn't measure up. Um, she said... If Speaker Pelosi runs again, and she just indicated she will, if the Democrats keep the House, will you support her? Uh, I'm sorry, that's what Tapper said. Uh, And AOC said, I do believe that we will win. Uh, She's talking about the House. But it's critically important that we are supporting Democrats in in, uh, tight swing races, making sure that not only all of them come back, but that we grow our majority. Uh, She added, I believe that we have to see those races as they come, see what candidates are there. I am committed to making sure that we have the most progressive candidate there. But if Speaker Pelosi is that most progressive candidate, then I will be supporting her. Uh, People are talking outside. Try and ignore that. I'll try and talk above it. Um, uh, Also, uh, uh, AOC, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, considers herself public enemy number one in the eyes of President Trump. Uh, The congresswoman told actress Jane Fonda that uh, that Jane Fonda was uh, interviewing her for her Fire Drill Fridays. She told Jane Fonda that Trump's disdain for her is a good thing uh, during, during the interview. 
she said that uh, to Fonda, if the worst and most authoritarian borderline or probably actually fascistic president in modern history considers me public enemy number one, I think that's a good thing. I'm doing it. It means I'm doing a good job, a great job. And, and I agree with her 100%. Uh, Lindsey Graham is not doing well in the polls. Uh, he has been taken to task by uh, the black Democratic challenger, uh, Jamie Harrison. Uh, North Carolina, right? North Carolina? Is it North Carolina, I think? Anyway, uh, so what does Graham decide he needs to do to act blue? Who raised all that money against him? Act Blue is a uh, online uh, money raising site uh, for Democrats. Uh, Graham claims that internet fundraising tool Act Blue needs to be reviewed by Congress. If Graham had any pride in his, himself, he'd be embarrassed, but apparently he does not. And it's so typical of Republicans to hold sham investigations. To hold on to power. They do it all the time. That's part of their voter suppression. That's part of their game plan. That's standard operating pr- procedure for, for Republicans. They are such criminals. Um, Trump's campaign again asked, and, and in, in line with that, I should say, this news story, Trump's campaign again asked the U.S. Supreme Court on Sunday to block North Carolina's plan for counting absentee ballots that arrive after November 3rd, which is Election Day. It's the latest legal tussle in a wide-ranging fight over mail-in voting. The campaign initially filed the application on Thursday after U.S. Federal Appeals Court decision last week left in place North Carolina's plan, dealing a setback for the Trump's re-election campaign. In a 12-3 decision, the 4th U.S. Court of Appeals last Tuesday... Why does that court have like 12 jurors? That's a lot of court packing by the Republicans. You notice that? Anyway... Uh, the, uh, on Tuesday, they denied a bid to halt the North Carolina State Board of Elections from tallying bull- ballots postmarked by November 3rd that arrived before November 12th. Uh, the Trump campaign, the North Carolina Republican Party, and others have sued over the timetable, saying that it violates the state election code. I, I say you need to get let people vote. And who cares... As long as they mailed it in time, who cares when the when the when the uh, uh, the ballot comes? It doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Uh, second COVID outbreak has hit the White House. This time, uh, VP Pence's circle, uh, four aides uh, tested positive, but Pence is not quarantining himself. And stocks slumped Monday as the number of daily U.S. COVID uh, nineteen infections hit a record at the end of last week, and a final agreement on a new round of aid to the economy is still being held up by Mitch McConnell. He doesn't want that HEROES Act passed. He, he, he doesn't care that you're losing your house. He doesn't care that you're being evicted. He doesn't care that you don't have food. He doesn't care that you don't have a job. He doesn't care about you at all. He's too busy making a lot of money. He's up for election right now in Kentucky. Don't forget that. Show up, Kentucky. You need to show up. Uh, Virus patients now occupy more than half of France's uh, intensive care units, and some doctors are urging tougher restrictions 
uh, after another record jump in confirmed infections in France. Uh, Dr. Jean-Francois de Frassi, de Frassi, de, de, de Frassi, I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, he's the head of the government's virus uh, ad, advisory body, expressed surprise today at the brutality of the rise after a record 52,000 new COVID-19 cases were reported on Sunday. Speaking on RTL Radio, which I have no idea what that uh, stands for, Radio... I'm lost. I have no idea. Uh, He floated the idea of local lockdowns or extending France's 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. curfews, which currently cover about half the country and more than two-thirds of of its people. The number of people hospitalized in France with the virus has climbed sharply in recent weeks, putting renewed pressures on ICUs. COVID patients now fill more than two-thirds of the ICUs in uh, Paris. Um, France has been among, uh, country, uh, among countries hardest hit by the pandemic, reporting 34,700 virus-related deaths. It is currently registering more than 340 positive cases per 100,000 people nationwide each week, which is a lot. Um, Italy's leader imposed at least a month of new restrictions across the country yesterday to fight rising COVID infections, shutting down gyms, pools, and movie theaters, and putting an early curfew on cafes and restaurants and mandating that people keep wearing masks outdoors. Worried about crippling uh, Italy's economy, uh, uh, especially after 10 weeks of severe lockdown early in the pandemic, Italian Premier Giuseppe Conte opted against another heavy nationwide lockdown. Uh, he should probably lock it down for a couple of weeks if it's getting that bad. Uh, the new de- decree went into effect today and lasts until November 24th. We'll wait for that siren to finish. I should start closing my window. It's getting cold anyway. Um, Spanish government on Sunday declared a national state of emergency that includes an overnight curfew in hopes of not repeating the near collapse of the uh, country's hospitals. Uh, Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez, vote for Pedro. There's your Napoleon Dynamite uh, (laughs) reference. Uh, Anyway, uh, uh, Prime Minister uh, uh, Pedro Sanchez said that the decision to restrict free movement on the streets of Spain between 11 p.m. and 6 a.m. allows exceptions for commuting for work, buying medicine, and caring for elderly and young family members. There goes another siren. What? Oh, my God. It must be the CIA. They're after me. Uh, Anyway, he said the curfew uh, takes effect Sunday night and would likely remain in place for six months. Uh, Sanchez said during a nationwide address after meeting with his cabinet, the reality is that Europe and Spain are immersed in a second wave of the pandemic. The situation we are living in is extreme. So Santa Ana winds. We're in Los Angeles. Santa Ana winds are blowing through parts of California uh, through today, setting up extreme fire conditions in a state already reeling from devastating fire season. We had 4 million acres burn so far around 4 million 
Uh, Hurricane-level gusts have already been recorded this morning. 90 miles per hour. 90-mile-per-hour 90 gusts. Um, the conditions caused by strong winds, low humidity, and dry fuel uh, will be some of the most dangerous of the year and are uncomfortably similar to uh, the circumstances that led to destructive fires, including uh, the 2019, uh, the Kincaid fire, and 2018's campfire, which killed hundreds, I think. Didn't it kill hundreds, I think? Um and that's according to the National Weather Service. Pacific Gas and Electric, uh, electric Company, PG&E, uh, cut power to thousands of homes as a precaution ahead of the uh, dangerous conditions. They, they cut power yesterday, because or last night, I think. Um, anyway, the dangerous conditions, which are expected to continue into Tuesday. Uh, by the way, in, in uh, the middle of California, because of the, the uh, PG&E always cutting power, People have begun buying solar power, uh, uh, solar solar panels in droves, and they're putting batteries on their. Uh, and this is a great thing; it's actually helping. Um, uh, this is really spurring the, uh, and and it's going to be lowering the price of solar. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, already, firefighters are responding to a brush fire that ignited in Santiago uh, Santiago Canyon. Uh, area on Monday morning. The uh, wind-driven blaze dubbed the Silverado Fire sparked around 6, uh, 6.45 uh, in the morning and is spreading at a moderate speed in the area of Santiago Canyon Road, Silverado Canyon Road, and that's according to Orange County Fire Authority. Didn't we already have a Silverado Fire a couple years ago? I'm not sure. I think I think there, I could be wrong. Um, the Orange County Fire Authority has announced a mandatory evacuation in some areas. And with 90 uh, mile per hour wind gusts, yeah, that's probably a good idea. <clears throat> Fourth generation coal miner Robert Murray, who became one of the industry's most outspoken advocates to keep coal mining going, has died. He was 80 years old. He lived for a long time. With black lung, uh, Murray died early Sunday at his home in uh, St. Clairsville, Ohio, of, uh, um, of black lung, lung disease, <clears throat> according to the... Jeez, guys, come on. According to his uh, family lawyer, he was diagnosed in 2016 with uh, uh, coal workers' pneumo coniosis or black lung disease. He was known to attend industry events with a portable oxygen container. Uh, tropical depression east of Mexico strengthened Sunday morning into tropical storm Zeta. We're at Zeta and could be at or near hurricane strength when it approaches the northern Gulf Coast on Wednesday. It could bring uh, a storm surge, rainfall, and wind impacts to areas from Louisiana to the Florida Panhandle. Uh, it is the 27th named storm of 2020 uh, in the Atlantic hurricane season, tying a record from 2005, according to the National Weather Service. And we still have a little bit of time left in the hurricane season. If it makes landfall in Louisiana, Zeta, Zeta will become the fifth named storm, storm this year, setting another record. 
But don't worry, Republicans keep telling me that global warming doesn't exist. Entomologists, entomologists, not etymologists, ent, uh, entomologists. Uh, uh, et etymology is the study of language, uh, of words and their origins, I think. I could be wrong. I think that's correct, though. Uh, entomologists are the study of insects. Uh, start, they were searching for the so-called murder hornets uh, uh, in Washington State. They managed to attach a radio tracker to three of them and were led right to the first nest ever discovered in the United States. Anyway, the invasive insects which uh, decapitate and feast on honeybees can destroy an entire hive in hours. Um, you know what was interesting? They found that uh, honeybees... Uh, in areas where uh, um, uh, 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 these these hornets uh, live in in Japan, I think, right? Uh, these honeybees lie in wait in their nests to attack them. They they've evolved a defense against them, but the defense we don't have the defense with our honeybee population. So uh, that's why it's so dangerous right here. Anyway. They were first found in the U.S. in December, and agricultural officials have been trying to eradicate them ever since. Uh, the discovery of an Asian giant hornet's nest inside a dead tree in Blaine is the biggest break breakthrough yet. Uh, the crew was hoping to kill off the nest on Friday, but the operation was postponed until Saturday because of the weather. They vacuumed the nest out over the weekend uh, and, um, uh, and uh, destroyed the nest. Uh, these hornets are the size of about hummingbirds. They're like two inches. And, and that's big. That is about the size of hummingbirds. Um, and have a painful sting to humans, but they aren't known to go after them. Anyway, that's the news for today. It is Monday, October 26th, 2020. Monday, October 26th, 2020. It was a little long today. There was a lot of news that I got to... Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoy doing this. It does take four or five hours for me to do this every day, uh, gathering all the news and typing it out and so on and so forth. I hope you enjoyed it. Please bring someone tomorrow. Whoop, 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 whoop. They're after me. Can you hear that? They're after me. Uh, anyway, please bring someone with you uh, tomorrow to listen if you can. Um, remember, Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. This is PVTV, Political Views TV, Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.